Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, or whatever time you just so happen to be plugging in. My name is Erica Nicole, and I want to officially welcome you to the Conversations with Erica podcast. This podcast was built out of love and perseverance. It's going to share with you tools and tricks and words of encouragement um, in faith. These words were made to impact you to move forward in your life, whether you are corporate America, entrepreneurship, or just trying to figure it out. I hope there is something in this podcast that can help you move your life forward. Kick back and relax. You're already family, so go ahead and hit the subscribe button. Share this out with your friends, and let's go about the business of God as we move forth. You know, God says, let your light so shine before men, so they will see your goodness and give glory to him. And that's exactly what we're going to do here. So once again, officially welcome to Conversations with Erica. You guys are in for a treat. Sophia Graham of Single Again 2.0 Facebook group is my guest this week. And we are talking about keeping your mind right while you're in the midst of a transition. Um, She and I share the space of being newly divorced. It is her ministry um, to help uplift, encourage and stand alongside of women and men as they're going through this process. I met her in her Facebook community and I just knew that I had to share her. Guys, buckle your seat and get ready for the great conversation. Hello, hello. What's up, Miss Sophia? Hey, Erica. How you doing today, girl? I am so awesome. I tell you, it has been an amazing, amazing, amazing day. And I am so glad to be <laughs> here with you recording a podcast <laughs> episode. You know, it's so oh. funny how God does. And I said, God, okay, mm-hmm. I want to record this month. I want to talk about mental health. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about self-care. I want to talk to women that are pushing through. Yes. And I immediately was in my in, my email inbox and I ran across your ebook and I said, oh, Sophia, <laughs> well, bless the Lord. Well, thank you for thinking about me. I've been meaning to get back and do more podcasts myself. So uh, this should be a start for me. So I appreciate you for being well, obedient. <laughs> yes, girl, let me tell you something. If anybody go get the glory out of what yeah. it is that I do and you do, we know it's going to be God. It's going to be God. We have a uh, a very significant role in the lives of women as well as men. Because That's true. although you minister to a lot of women mm-hmm. that have been going through divorce, that are going through divorce, that are coming out of divorce, the men are going to learn as well. They are. So before we get down and dirty, I always like my guests to introduce themselves. Tell um, our listeners who you are. I want them to know who you are at the essence of you, mm-hmm. as well as what you do in the service you do. Oh, bless the Lord. Well, I am Sophia Graham, and I am a mother of five. I'm divorced. And in being that, a divorced mother of five, and I'm proud going through it God spoke to me and I was looking for so much while I was going through my divorce as far as support I didn't have support as far as resources as far as finding things to do and read inventing myself 
And it just seemed like I couldn't find nothing. And I was spending so much time in prayer. It was hard enough being a Christian woman, a child of God, and finally getting to the step to say that I wanted a divorce and knowing how my church members felt about that word, divorce. And so my heart, other women that was in that same situation that they wouldn't feel alone as I felt when I was going through it. So I, he has blessed me to be able to minister to other women who are separated, going into a divorce, going through the divorce, even a divorce, still heal, heal the pain of the divorce, the pain of the feeling like you just lost so many years and wasted your time healing the the negative self-talk that was put in your mind of you're not good enough you're not beautiful enough no one will ever want you oh you have kids no other man will desire you you know the went through or you're over 40 when you're going through it and you know feeling like you're not good enough so a lot of the work that I do with divorced women is my work, healing the pain, uh, just dealing with all of those limiting beliefs, and getting them to learn to love themselves enough to prioritize who they are and reinventing themselves and live the life that God truly desires for them to have in happiness you know, and living in peace and not worrying about every other naysayer that's been in your past and just living a life that's going to glorify God. Who tell? If I wasn't sitting down in this closet recording, <laughs> I would be up running a lap around my apartment because you hit the nail on yeah. everything that I went through. Mm. Like I dealt with the guilt and shame mm -hmm. of staying feeling mm -hmm. like I stayed too long doing mm -hmm. my child, my children a disservice. And yep. then the guilt and shame of leaving because mm -hmm. how are the people of God, the going church, to, yes, going to, going look, to at look at you? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I went through it too. I was married for 14 years. Yes. Mm. I went through it too. Mm -hmm. And people after, you know, when I say, no, we're going through a divorce, they was like, what? y'all y'all was the perfect couple you know y'all I didn't know y'all had problems you know like and it was like how can or what happened you know and I was like it's too much but God led me to go through it, it you know what I'm saying this absolutely because a divorce saved me the divorce saved me because I was dying spiritually in that marriage wow Mm -hmm. so that divorce saved me and, and people it, don't yeah. understand that okay stay right there stay right 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 there you said I was dying spiritually mm, this takes yes. me back to a conversation I had with a couple of my girlfriends years ago mm -hmm. and we were talking about that piece of the vow till death do us part as long mm -hmm. as we both shall live mm -hmm. is that a physical death or could it be a spiritual death what I do you believe think I truly believe that it, I was dying spiritually because even though I was still going to church faithfully, you know, taking my family to church, uh, teaching, uh, 
teaching a, a, a spiritual workshop that a group of us did um, quarterly, um, going through still spiritual counseling with my pastor, Bible study, every, I mean, just in church, engulfed in church. It seemed like that's what I had to do in order to still live. I had to dive so much in the word and pull strength from God because I couldn't do it without him. I couldn't do it without him. I was literally dying inside spiritually and it was affecting my faith because I was like, I know God don't want me to live in misery. You know, like this is this is not living, you know, and I know that's not the life that God plans for us to have here on earth you know i he doesn't want us to live hell on earth i oh he wants us to have all the different fruits come on of you know yeah he said that he come that we may have life life and have it more abundant abundantly mm-hmm. he not talking about turmoil mm. and this <laughs> is the thing i don't know about you but me and my ex go to the same church we mm-hmm. are both ministers. We are both ordained and we both serve at a high level mm-hmm. when it comes to service to the kingdom of God. We are yeah. both believers. We are yeah. both faith driven entrepreneurs, the whole nine. Mm-hmm. And since the day I have gotten a divorce and I think I put this in your Facebook group, you got to tell the ladies and gentlemen about your Facebook group. But I said, and you were like, wow, I said me and my ex are going to be best friends. Mm-hmm. And that has been my confession since yeah. July of last year when we first separated. Yeah. Let me tell you something, Sophia. The prophecy came from the apostle this Sunday. And he said exactly what I have been saying. He said, the prophecy is that you and him, you will continue to mm-hmm. co-parent. You will continue to cover your families and you will be best friends. Oh, See, sometimes, even though we're, you're no longer married, Right. Yeah. You yeah. still have something to, to show the kingdom. Yeah. And so I asked God, I said, now, God, we were called to marriage ministry and now we're no longer married. married. What are we mm. supposed to do? He said, I want you to show the kingdom of God how to be divorced. Mm. That's it. That's it. it because, don't have to yeah, be ugly. It don't have to be ugly. And the good thing about when he has a vision for our lives and destiny mm. for us. He's going to take us through that in order to mess. I always used to say your mess becomes your message, you know, and it's like God has taken me through things and it's like, it's just to minister to somebody else. It's like, I want you to experience this and see how this is so that you can help somebody else. Cause we are blessed to be a blessing, right? We are That's blessed it. to bless others. We're not blessed just to keep it to ourselves. So it's it's gonna be like, why, Lord, why am I going through this? And I, I, I had, why am I going through this? I just had to say, Lord, deposit in me what you need me to give to somebody else. Deposit in me. Mm. Let me under, give me the discernment you need me to have, and give me the words to speak it so they can receive it. I love it. I love yeah. that. Deposit in me. Me. That's yes. it. That's it. That and is that's, so it. We are, we are not always willing to receive to give to somebody else. We're willing to receive for ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, we want it. Give me, give me, give me. But sometimes he's giving it to us for somebody. 
Wow. And, and a, lot of times, be a lot of yeah. times, more than not, it's for someone else. Because it's definitely yeah. not just for us. And mm-hmm. people are watching, and there are some of us. I call Always. it fishbowl ministry. <laughs> some of us are called the fishbowl ministry, mm-hmm. where not only are we being seen in the church yeah. on the local level, but you, like myself, have a very strong social media presence. Mm-hmm. And people are watching. Yes. And we are ministering. Mm-hmm. And we sometimes are broken, right? Yeah. Well, we got to pull back and do a little self care. So yeah. tell, share with the audience, like, what do you do? How do you keep yourself intact through this journey? Okay. And like you said, I do have a Facebook group. I have a Facebook group of a little less than a hundred women who are either friends, clients, other women who uh, gone through divorce. It's for divorce women only. It's called single again, 2.0. And it's as a group, we, Heal together, we talk, we support each other, and it's a way to let other women know you are not alone. So, and, and I also coach women. So, a lot of times I've had to limit myself. This is something I went through myself a divorce and the issues. So, a lot of times I have to reflect back on that. I have to remember in order to be able to reach them where they are I have to reach back and see where I was at that stage mentally you know what I'm saying in order to be able to minister to them correctly and so in order to keep my spirits up I kind of have to limit it because it can be taxing on me emotionally and I think a lot Facebook group is my outlet. Mm-hmm. It's my, you know, it's my outlet where I can just, you know, throw things out there or just, you know, see where other and to just take a deep breath. It's not as stressful as for a lack of a better word, um, as far as when it comes to the coaching of the women part. But just staying you know, in the word of God, meditating, I do affirmations. I have a a mantra about a five minute mantra that I do every morning. And sometimes throughout the day (laughs) when I feel my spirit needs it and I need a kick, you know what I'm saying? And do it throughout the day in order to stay focused and keep my mind right and know that it's a task bigger than me, you know? Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I love it. I love the Facebook group. I don't even know <laughs> how I found the group, but <laughs> I remember, and I probably was just doing a search because I remember when I first got, I don't know if I was fully divorced yet, um, but I remember in my singleness because I've mm-hmm. been married 24 years. Oh, Let's not get it twisted. I've been yeah. married my entire adult life. Mm-hmm. So here I am 48 at the time, getting ready to be 50 this year, and I'm single. Mm. And I remember searching for a devotional, a Bible study, a group, mm-hmm. something. Everything I found in regards to singleness was about being single. It yes. wasn't about being divorced and, you know, just going through that process. There was nothing out mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And I think your Facebook group was the first and probably the only. And when I got in, I remember thinking to myself, I ain't going to say nothing. I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to listen 
and see what's going on. And yeah. I think day two or day three, um, your daily affirmations yeah. immediately forced me to open my mouth. Yeah. Because yeah. even if you're just writing them, mm-hmm. you got to think it. And as yes. a man thinketh, yes. so is so he. he. Yes. So I began to um, affirm in myself. And what you were saying, I had already been practicing affirmations. Since mm-hmm. the day I took my ring off, I say I am open and present for love. Yeah, and this is all kinds of love, not just male female yeah, love, yeah, but yeah. all kinds of love. In your group, I found that I found mm. love, and I found women that weren't afraid to show their nail holes in their hands yeah. to say, "Hey, this is what I'm going through." And then I would see stories, and I'm like, "Whoa, well, mine ain't that bad." Okay, well, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> you know, but just all levels yeah. of getting through, all levels of women pushing. Mm-hmm. To get to the other side while supporting each other in the process. Yes. And I love, love, love it. So Thanks. I know that you have an ebook, and I think your ebook is amazing um, for those of us that do affirmations. How did you get to the point that you wrote the ebook? Just um, for the ebook, I had a coach out with the coach and that was one of the suggestions to write them out um and now I've been journalist since I was about 14 years old and I say well I have you know few like just randomly throughout you know what I'm saying Mm-hmm. And it was like, well, you can do a book you know and I, I think initially it was supposed to be a uh I think it was a devotional and I started on the devotional and I, I got halfway through the devotional and my focus changed to the ebook for just the affirmations and that was birthed out <laughs> sad I have not even finished the devotional to be honest to but I just you know it just came and it was like because a lot of time it's it's sad to say a lot of church goers they kind of shun away from affirmations as if it's not in line with the word of God you know and it really is because it's make the vision and write you know write and make it plain you know and even in the word it says you know manifesting and different things and the power of our word is you know it's so powerful our word absolutely we're speaking that. spirits just like god we and, are and made in his image he I was just is that. a speaking spirit <laughs> yes he created yes. all of this stuff around us with his word with his word and i don't understand why people feel patience and speaking it into existence is going to work for you if you're made in his image that means you also have that same power and so we can to our lives and we get so used to speaking negative and oh whoa it's me you know that when we hear that you can speak positive things it's like what no that can't be (laughs) you know and so it's for those who will and those that you know will buy the book and that believe Mm -hmm. in it it helps you know Oh my goodness. I, you know, I just like you said, it was like these are so useful. It helps. And it's it's 305 affirmations. Um, yes, it's not 
that you have to say one every day, but it gives you ideas and it gives you an example of those that you can say to negative gunk in our ear already. You know, absolutely. So Ab- it's affirmations yeah. are powerful. They're very um, powerful. I don't. I, and I'm with you. I don't really understand the confusion in the church. Mm-hmm. God says to declare a thing. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. When you declare something, you mm-hmm. open your mouth and you speak it. Yes. So what's your problem with the affirmation declaration? It's the same thing. We're declaring a thing over our lives. Mm-hmm. We're speaking a thing over our lives. Yeah. We're using our God-given authority to mm-hmm. walk in the mantle that he yes. has given us. Yes. Yes. Oh, church yes. people. Come on now. Mm. Get it together, church people. Yes. I love it. I love, I love your affirmations. Um, I love their, but I like them because they're simple. Yeah. Yeah. Because I done got some affirmations. I done got my hands on some. And I thought, whoo, child, this is a lot. <laughs> but yours are simple. And I like the simplicity about them because mm-hmm. if I'm having a moment, mm-hmm. I can pull up something simple yeah, and change the atmosphere with my words. Yeah, And people don't understand that is how we... Um, Oh, what am I trying to say about our mental? Like it just relaxes your yes. mental because you cannot think something negative and speak something positive, positive. at the same time. And it's we were we're changing it subconsciously. You know what I'm saying? So you're you're in a funk. Say you're in a bad mood. You're in a funk, and then you speak a instantly. It's going to give you a lift. You know, and just it changes your whole mental. Uh, awareness in that moment, you know, and it gives you a say, say, hey, okay, this can be true. I can do this. This can be true. Instead of in a rut. And I think because I was doing the devotion of how it came about with the affirmations, my teenage daughter was struggling a lot mentally and she had a couple of suicide um, attempts. And okay. And I, you know, I, I say them, I cover my family, you know, I, I posted affirmations in all three of my oldest children's room, you know, and I would tell them to do it. Um, and I say, you know, when you wake up in the morning, go ahead and say these, you know, so I posted them all over their walls and I have uh, a 20 year old, well, she's 20 now, um, and a 15 and a 14 year old boys. And so... I think a lot of it was also helping them and getting them to see, but just having it available for others as well. So that may have been why I used to teach children's church and children's Bible study. And so I've always been more of a youth, you know, a person that teaches. And I think a lot of it, having my own children, making it, for them to be able to mm-hmm. understand and having it accessible and not too fancy, you know, <laughs> because a lot of people I expect it out of me, I guess. Mm. And to for it to having a master's degree, having the different um trainings and things that I've been through and mm-hmm. they expecting I can understand it that way, you know. So I'm I'm glad. I'm so glad that you find them easy and that you find them 
uh, useful and helpful. And even within the group, I try to post every day an affirmation. Um, and even if I don't have a lot of interaction, I still post it because I know people, they're having to read it, you know. And yeah. in the group, I can see who's all seen it and read it. And sometimes you can go back to something. It's, it may not be appropriate for you that day. But then you can go back a couple of days when something else happens and be like, I just this, you know, and go back and it can still feed your spirit then. Oh, I love it. I love what you do. And I love how you do it. And one thing I love about it is your transparency. Now, in that, tell me, have you experienced with this being Mental Health Awareness Month, which, Mm -hmm. you know, um, coming from um, our culture as African-American women, um, you know, we were raised in the in the time where what happened in the house stayed in the house. Mm. And you didn't really talk about it. I don't know if you know, my mom was single, but my grandmother and grandfather separated when I was about seven. Mm-hmm. And my grandma put my grandpa out at gunpoint. Ooh. You know, that that is, I mean, she was like, hey, hey, you, you this, this is what we're not doing. Okay. We're not doing this. And he wasn't violent. I think she was just fed up. Yeah. At that point. And I know my grandmother had to have went through depression. Mm -hmm. I remember watching my mother and her siblings and how it affected them. And they were grown. I was seven. And I also know how going through my divorce separation affected my mental. How did it affect your mental? And then how are (laughs) you dealing with it? How did it affect my well? Like I said, I was dying spiritually. So when I had that talk with God, that if he made the way mm. that I would move, you know, if that's what he wanted me to do, to make a way for me to leave the marriage, you know, and that's what he did. And I had to, you know, I didn't leave when I first wanted to. I had to at least know that God had my back and I was going to be all right, you know. Mm-hmm, and absolutely I, I did I had went through depression um I went through depression after my third um child I had went through depression right before when the last incident happened that was the straw that broke the camel's back for me you know and I just searching just searching like is this it and I was I was depressed and I had to use uh my church members, you know, going to church and just putting it on the altar. I was on the altar all the time. It seems like I'm sure every week at the altar, just giving it to the Lord, asking him to, you know, take it from me, the burden of it. And that decision. And when he took the burden and and made that way and opened the door for me, I ran and I didn't look back because then okay and so once I knew that I was God was supporting me in that decision to leave and it it made a a difference for me it made the difference that I could do it and that I would girl that made all the difference in the world for me Mm -hmm. yeah all the difference in the world i remember praying a prayer in april of 2019 i was fed up and it wasn't that i was Mm. fed up with him i was just fed Mm -hmm. up with life 
my mom was sick my business wasn't going the way it was supposed to go um, mm-hmm. my marriage wasn't happily ever after and it just wasn't seeming like the sun was going to come out tomorrow <laughs> and I just remember praying a bold prayer yeah. and um, in July of 20 God answered the prayer mm-hmm. and it took him a minute but we all know God's timing ain't our timing but yeah. leaving with the grace of God leaving with the favor of God I think I know for me it made all the difference even though I still battle with depression and anxiety, it made the difference. How did you turn that thing around once you made the step? Did you seek counseling in or out of the church? Did you have to take medicine, therapy? What 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 did you do? Um now the first time that I was that I went through depression. Hello. Okay, you back. Perfect, perfect, I'm back. perfect. I'm so All right, fine. so you would no, you're totally okay. It happens, girl. We got life going on and we understand that. So we're back and we were talking about um what tools you use is the best way to say it. Was it therapy? Was it medication? Was it your own practices? What tools did you use to um remain sane in the process? Actually, I did start um with the therapist of my own and started taking pills with that I was journaling I was saying my affirmations and I didn't like I didn't like the pills and I had with God and say look I don't like no I don't like this it was making me feel fuzzy it wasn't I had small kids I could you know not be aware of everything um I think I only took probably about two to three weeks I'm not strong enough you know, for one week you are strong. I need you to handle this. I can't do this on my own. So I was doing my affirmations. That's when I created my uh, my own self-focused mantra that I felt was best for the person who I was becoming because I was leaving the person that I used to be. And so I had created a mantra for the person that I was becoming and I and so, when creating that, just continuing to stay in the word, still continue to uh, see my therapist. It, it just those. I think those started to become less and less. Where I was maybe four times a month, then maybe twice a month to when I needed my therapist anymore. Um, and on top of talking to my pastor. Um, and then creating Sophia Graham <laughs> that I am now, you know. There you go. And <laughs> and in that, and then birthing um, the singles again, you know, my Facebook group, and doing the counseling, and then just diving in to helping others, um, really was probably my saving grace, helping others, and just. And now to just continue, you know, to help others still. I still say my affirmations. I still say my mantra. Uh, 
I still try to be as helpful to whomever, whether it is a paid client or just a friend and give words of advice and the wisdom from my experiences, because sometimes we don't have to learn the lesson on our own. We can take other people's lessons and their experiences and to prevent, you know, to prevent some of the heartache that, you know, life will cause. And I think that's all that's really been my help me to maintain and having right women like myself in the group who's able to and willing to share and to be transparent and share their story with each other um to let other people know that you're not by yourself you're not going through this alone that you know maybe in the moment you may feel alone but you know other people have experienced this and you too can get through it um that's that's probably the best there just knowing that not alone and that I don't have to be alone that there are other people that can carry this with me and help me through it and I love that because in that host in what you just told me is you tried all the things mm-hmm. and you found what worked for you yeah and I think that's what's important because I just got the opportunity to speak at an um, event a couple of weeks ago and mm-hmm. that's what I told the people trust your process because your process is not my process Mm-hmm. Some of us may get through it with prayer and fasting. Some of us may need something to help us go to sleep at night. Mm-hmm. Some of us may need one on one with the pastor. So you, whatever yeah. you need, go get it. Mm-hmm. To take everybody's journey, yeah. Everybody's journey is not going to be the exact same. We can't all just do all the steps in the same manner. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? And it, you know, you may could go through one, two, three, and four, but I may have to do one, four, three, and two. You know? Absolutely. And, and that's it. Oh, yeah. girl, yeah. that's so good. Because I know, like, for myself, when I first stepped out, I need nothing. I didn't mm-hmm. want nothing. Let me say it like that. It was me and God, <laughs> right? It was just me and God and my core, and my core people. Yeah, I had a group of friends that circled me and they yeah. supported me and they held my hands up. And then when it was time for me to move from that, right? Mm-hmm. Then it was time for me to lean a little bit different. So then me and God started doing some uh, fasting. Mm-hmm. And I started tending to my plant babies because my plant yeah. babies gave me something to do. And yeah. now recently I have added a counselor. Yeah. Now because of health conditions, I've always taken something Right mm-hmm. to keep the edge off because of the way I'm wired. Yeah, but yeah. you see your way through it, and yeah. that's what I love about, it, especially with it being, um, you know, mental health awareness. You know, like I tell people all the time. I was listening to my therapist gave me um a podcast to listen to about being a superwoman. Mm-hmm. You don't this this thing. You ain't got to be perfect in this thing. No, it's not even possible to be perfect in this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, if anybody wants to hear that podcast, I'm gonna go ahead and plug it. It's called Therapy for Black Girls, is the name of the podcast. And the title is I C Y M I colon shedding the superwoman status. And I'm gonna mm. put it in my show notes because when I read when I heard the podcast, I just began to weep. Yeah. Because my mom was a superwoman. Mm. My aunts are super women. My grandmother was a super woman. So mm. here I thought I had to be a super woman. Yeah. Yep. So now I created many super women. And I went mm. back and I told my kids, y'all ain't got to have it all figured out. Yeah. It ain't got to be perfect. Mm-hmm. You got to dance your own dance in this world. 
Yeah, that's a that's that's superwoman stuff. That's for the yeah. birds. That's for the birds. It will have you burnt out and stressed out. Girl, gaining it, weight, yeah. losing Gain, weight, hair falling out, mm. biting your nails, Been overspending, <laughs> sleeping it. with the wrong man, marrying the wrong man. Ooh. Got the t-shirt and the babies to prove it. Let really? me tell you something. You got to figure this thing out for yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. This, you know, I can stay over here and talk to you forever because I really do. I know I'm talking to a friend. And I'm sure the ladies and gentlemen that are listening to this know that mm-hmm. you are a friend. Before we wrap up, tell everybody how they can find you on the social media, how they can find you. Maybe they want coaching. Maybe they want your ebook. Maybe they just want to, you know, just take a peek in the window or get in the yeah. Facebook group. Let them know how they can connect with you. Okay, great. Well, it's Sophia Graham, and I'm on all social media platforms as Sophia Graham, spelled S-O-F-E-Y-A-G-R-A-H-A-M. My website is SophiaGraham.com. I'm on Instagram as Sophia underscore Graham. Uh, the Facebook group is Single Again 2.0. It is currently for women only, women divorced women only, divorced or single again. Where is it? Is you're separated, any long term relationship, or even widows? We have a few widows in the group as well. Um, and on Clubhouse, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter as Sophia Graham. And, and my that. ebook, you can also find the link to the ebook also on my website, sophiagram.com, or on in my bio off Instagram. I love it. Guys, make sure you connect. Maybe this is not for you. Maybe you're not going through a divorce. Maybe you're not single again, but maybe you have a friend or a sister, or you just know somebody, right? Because you've been being nosy in the in the break room at the workplace. Whatever it is, connect connect them to Miss Graham. I'm telling you, Sophia has helped me so much from afar and close up. All right. She has become my personal friend in this journey and it has made all the difference because you don't have to do it alone. Sophia, thank you so much for popping on and having this very important conversation um, because it needs to be had more Mm -hmm. and not less. Um, and I definitely plan on having you back on as soon as that book drops. Go ahead. <laughs> let me put that out there. When that devotional drops, we're going to have oh you back God. on um, because we already know the destiny awaits you. You will be another best-selling author and we want to support you and ride that journey with you as well. So thank you for joining me on Conversations with Erica. This conversation was flat out amazing. Thank you, girl. Thank you so much for having me. I really do appreciate it. And like you said, yes, you've become one of my friends. I call you my sister friend, honey, because we are not just friends. We are all sisters in this. So I really do appreciate you. Absolutely. Well, thank you once again. Thank you guys for joining. This is a wrap. Mm -hmm. All right. Bye-bye, Sophia. Bye-bye, honey. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I hope you guys um, enjoyed that episode as much as I did talking to Sophia, man, let me tell you something, her Facebook group and just her light, um, had definitely helped your girl in the beginning stages of her transition. Um, so I just wanted to share her truth with you, share her victories with you, share her pain, just everything, because it's so, I think it just makes a difference when you know that you know that you're not the only one and we know it. 
But sometimes when we're going through things because of our stinking thinking, we think it's only us going through. So we're going to continue this conversation episode after episode about faith and pushing through. But this month, of course, about mental illnesses, you know, dealing with anxiety and depression in this time. So go check out Sophia Graham. Her information is in the show notes. Um, Don't forget to connect with your girl as well. This is the end of this episode, and I cannot wait to see you next week because we have another dope episode for you. But I just really wanted to just um, hang out with you guys because that was such an amazing conversation. And um, Sophia is just an amazing young lady. She has done a lot for the newly divorced community. So as we're wrapping up episode 18, I want to just wish you um, bright light, just bright light and happy dances, guys. Just go out there and be great. You know, go out there and be great. Love on yourself in the process and go be great. Remember, God said that we are supposed to let our light so shine before men that they will see our goodness and give glory to him. That is a flat out commandment. So go out there and shine your light bright and live the life that you were called to live Remember me, your girl, Erica Nicole. I take you from fear to faith and into your purpose. Connect with me on my social media streets, a.k.a. Erica Speaks Life all over. And my pot, my um, website, www.ericaspeakslife.com. I love you, ladies and gentlemen. Have an amazing day. Bye-bye. Well, all right, guys. Welcome to episode 19. I'm so excited about this episode as we're continuing our conversation in the Mental Health Awareness Month. We are sitting down with Miss Mahogany Scott. Miss Mahogany Scott is the co-host of the Tea Time with Tay and Mo, which is a cute, amazing, just right on time podcast um, that's hosted on Facebook with her and her sister. She's also a recent um, grad student at Langston University in Langston, Oklahoma, on top of so many other things. But we sit down and we talk about the importance of self-care and how her health was used to get her attention to show the lack of boundaries in her life. And what the lesson was, is she learned, is that you do not have to keep going and going and going. And that is such a very important conversation to have. So sit back, grab you some tea, grab you some wine, grab you some coffee, whatever you need. But get the nuggets out of episode 19, my conversation with Miss Mahogany Scott.